At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game. Good Wednesday morning to you, Gil Alexander. VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, however you're taking us in. We appreciate it. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Good morning, Jeffrey. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. All right. You're all right? Just all right. We're here. We're functioning. We're in good shape. Okay. All right. Good to hear. Uh, Michael Lombardi will join us. On the show, uh, talk NFL with him, pepper him with some questions. Tennis with Pamela Maldonado from Yahoo Today. We'll bring in Pam to talk some Australian Open. By the way, yesterday, my two long shots ended up with 40 cents each of closing line value. You know what you could do with your closing line value, Jeff? Can't buy a bagel behind me. They both lose. But Dan Weston went 3-0. and 3-0, and two of which were dogs. I hope everybody played his. Uh, so uh, we will continue with the tennis picks. I have two myself. Those are coming up in that segment as well. Assorted Mishugas with Jason Weingart from Under a Cloud of Smoke uh, in Southern California. We'll talk to him about uh, random sports betting. Sports betting porn, as Will Hill called it, with Jason Weingart coming up. Kai McKeon from Three Man Weave. We'll talk college basketball. Duke goes down again yesterday. Uh, a game where they stormed back against Florida State but couldn't get it done in the end. And uh, Jeff and I will talk uh, many things Including teasers this week in the NFL. Yeah, only four games, but can we can you manif- can we manufacture a teaser out of it? We shall see. Let's begin today with a buddy of mine who uh, is the proprietor over there at the Power Rank, the creator of the PowerRank.com, PhD from Stanford, uh, does so many other things as well. It's Ed Fang, everybody. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing great, Gil. Thanks so much for having me on. Where can uh, where can people find you your face these days, podcast wise? Uh, podcast wise, I, I'm running the football analytics show. So that's my own podcast. We talk betting, but we get into a little bit more of the analytics. And then I'm also uncovering the spread of FanDuel production. We talk more betting, but we also we also do quite a bit of analytics as yeah. well and process. Covering the spread is, is video, is it? I'm pretty sure they throw it up on YouTube every okay. day. Every week. At least that's what they tell me. <laughs> okay. I, I've not confirmed this fact. All right. So you did it. You did something at the Power Rank, which was previewing all of the four division round playoff games. You did a nice job with it. Uh, we're going to go game by game here. I may have I may have a thing or two to uh, sort of throw back at you on some of these, but let's do these chronologically because I think they're fascinating. One, 
we'll, we'll, and we'll do it one by one because one of them you have a pretty interesting difference in your projection versus what the spread is, and yet you're still reticent to play it. Another one, you have yeah. a projection that's really close to the line, but you're super excited to play it. So we'll get to that. First, though, which has nothing to do with either of those two comments, it's the, bagel, uh, the Bengals and the Titans. Titans favored by three and a half. Your thoughts here. Total, 47. Yeah, I think the Titans are wildly overrated. I mean, you kind of go through the last part of the season and they're like, wait, they're in contention for the top seed in the AFC? And then they earn it, uh, basically because they got a they got a straight up win over Kansas City earlier in the year. And, you know, this this is a team that I think was six and two in one score games, and record in one score games tends to re- regress pretty quickly to uh five hundred. Um, you know, their palace offense wasn't particularly good this year. They were, uh, you know, in the, in the bottom half of the NFL, when I look at passing success rate adjusted for opponent and, um, you know, it's interesting. A lot of the narrative is, is coming around, uh, Derek Henry and his return for this game. I find it interesting that, uh, you know, their, their rushing numbers haven't budged since he left in week eight. He's getting 4.3 yards per carry. Dante Foreman's getting 4.3 yards per carry. Derrick Henry's getting 3.85 yards after first contact. On average, Dante Foreman's getting 3.85 yards after contact. Um, so Derrick Henry's a talent. Don't get me wrong. You know he's going to make me look like an idiot by busting a big play in this game. But <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. Um, uh, hey. Well, let me let me let me jump in here because this is yeah. this is fascinating. So this show and we we have been. We have been steadfastly, unwaveringly about the Titans since since Derrick Henry went out. The bets that I made here were both for the AFC and for the Super Bowl. And the theory, again, was the Titans have had the greatest stretch, greatest resume, uh, first half of the season, beating all kinds of teams, maybe the greatest stretch of the NFL season for any team. And then they lost Derrick Henry, they lost A.J. Brown, they lost Julio Jones, but they had the easy part of their schedule coming up, and I sort of figured the bet was they're going to overcome this, that they can get to the number one seed, then who knows what happens in the playoffs, but at least I'm set up with a great bet. And so that has worked out so far. Yeah. Let's bring it, and I'll, and I'll, I'll... the Derrick Henry thing, though, is interesting to me from a more macro analytic standpoint because you and I, we, our good friend, Dr. Bob, I'll use him as an example. We love Bob sure. Stoll. Uh, Bob was on just on Friday. He called the New England Buffalo game perfectly on this show. We'll have him on again this week. But one of the things that I think is always interesting about analytics, and I'm on team analytics, is that there's always something where, I don't know, it's like 10 out of, it's like nine out of 10 things sound right. And then that 10th thing, is stated and the rest of the population that might be willing to latch on to analytics, here's that 10th thing. And the 10th thing to them makes their heads explode. So let me give an example. You know what what it's sort of like? This will just complete a different aside here, Ed. Do you ever watch the Chris Rock show back in the day when he used to interview Pootie Tang? Do you remember this bit that he used to do? Pootie Tang. I remember Chris Rock back then. I don't remember this particular. I'm asking asking a PhD from Stanford if he remembers Pootie Tang, by the way. Pootie Tang ended up getting... I remember the name. Yeah, sure. He he ended up having a spinoff movie. Basically, the bit on the Chris Rock show was Pootie Tang would speak in gibberish, right? He'd be like runny side on the shot at Tay. He would he would talk in complete gibberish. And Chris Rock, right. as the interviewer, would act like he he understood everything. He'd get to the second question, the third question. Chris Rock would be like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then the fourth thing, which would be gibberish also, same thing. Chris Rock would act like it's the most outlandish thing he's ever heard and would kick him off the show. So getting back to the analytics thing at sports, Bob, you know, one of the things he famously said on this show is when Clay Thompson went out, he's like, the Warriors, Kevin, he said, Kevon Looney is more important to the Warriors based on my numbers than Clay Thompson is. Wow. And when he said that, I immediately, I, I thought about 
Pootie Tang and Chris Rock. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. I Whatever you're... I'm sorry to rant here, but so tennis and baseball, baseball, Please. the team sport disguised as an individual sport. I am, I will defend analytics to the end because it is individual sports. Football and basketball, there's so many moving parts that when you say the Kavon Looney thing, you know, Kavon Looney's more important than Clay Thompson, or if you say, yeah, they haven't really lost anything without Derrick Henry, Devonta Foreman's numbers have been just as good. That's the Pootie Tang moment, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I guess I throw it back sure. to you and I say, does that sound logical to you? Uh, it, it does because, um, well, look, I mean, I tried to acknowledge the talent of Derrick Henry, right? I yeah. mean, we saw him blow by every single defender uh, of the, the Buffalo Bills and outrun guys that he's not supposed to outrun. So, so I do want to acknowledge his talent. And, yeah, no, I, I kind of see what you're saying, but I think you would also agree. I mean, Gil, you bet these futures mm-hmm. because you didn't think it. Well, because, because in some deep part of your heart you agree with what i'm saying no i i what i bet the future was because i knew that their tough games were early and that their easy part of their schedule was like i i actually would contend that tennessee was trying to replace derrick henry with a short passing game and then those guys got hurt too right like i acknowledge what you're saying what you're saying is fact right Dante Furman, Dante foreman's Dante foreman's uh yards per carry and his yards after carry okay those are comparable but derrick henry had vastly more carries Right. He was playing in games of of the eight games that Derrick Henry played. Right. One of them, he got hurt at the end. So let's throw out the eighth game. But of the seven he played, the first one, they fell way behind Arizona. So he really didn't get going. And in the other six, and I'll just I'll call them up right here real quick. In the other six, Derrick Henry, uh, his yardage, 182, 113, 157, 130, 143 and 86. And I'm just saying, I'm like, he's a unicorn. So. You even said it. You joked as you were saying. You're like, I know Derrick Henry's going to make me look foolish on Saturday. Look, no one knows what's going to happen in one game, but I will. Yep. I will all giggle together if that happens. I suppose is what I'm saying. Right. Absolutely. But I mean, just think about it this way, Gil. You know, I got a number, and my number says Tennessee by three yeah. in this game. Mm-hmm. Are we, Are we changing that because Derrick Henry's back? Well, I'm betting Tennessee, and I and I am. It's all about for me that Derrick Henry is present is a huge factor in the game for me. It is. Okay. Yeah, well, just for me it is. But you're not. Yeah. No, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think the fact that, you know, Julio Jones and um, their other stud receiver, A.J. Brown, both played week 18 against Houston. I presume that means they're in reasonable health, and I think that means more in this game because right. I don't think they had both of them in significant action in all games. I mean, I know, I know Jones played, I think, in week 16. But I think both of those guys there and, and the suggestion of health that they both played significant snaps against Houston is uh, is probably oh, more impactful. And I don't know that I disagree with you that that's even more important, right? Like the, the, you, the I think the answer to your question is barely over 100 snaps together, Julio Jones and A.J. Brown together. Right. So the combination of that with Derrick Henry uh, to me is everything for this team. And that's the whole bet, right? That was the whole calculus behind that bet. But no play for you ultimately then on the Bengals and the Titans then? I mean, I'm interested in the young Bengals team, uh, not at three and a half, but if this gets to four and a half. I, I would, I would bet, I would bet the Bengals. I mean, I don't really trust their defense, um, but you can clear, I mean, you know, I mean that offense might have one of the highest ceilings mm-hmm. of, of any offense in, in the NFL going right now. And I'll, I'll, I'll take a sniff at them. If, if this, if this line gets higher, I don't think it necessarily will. And we'll probably talk about another game where I've been completely off on where at least so far where the market's going. 
But this is probably a stay away from me. By the way, the four and a half. by the way, you sent an, an email out too. Your record over the last how many years? Give it, give give your record to establish your street cred here because you've been fabulous in the NFL. Yeah. So over the last three years, where our model has essentially looked the same, um, the the predictions have been about fifty three percent ATS, and those are predictions in which the the prediction differs from the closing spread by more than a point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do trust what what I do. Um, you know, a lot of it. Look, the key is that, like, it assumes it's it assumes some regression to what your talent level is. Right. That that's kind of that's one of the keys. It's not going to. Um, it's not going to act. It never acted really wildly when the when the Arizona and the Los Angeles Rams were really good early this season. All right, we'll come back in. Let's 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 talk after the break because you have the, the Niners game. Your numbers are very different from the spread, but you're hesitant. Uh, the game uh, early, the Bucks game against the Rams on Sunday. Uh, you're close to the number in your in terms of what your numbers project, but you really want to make a bet. And then we'll get your thoughts on Kansas City Buffalo. Ed Fang from the Power Rank, thepowerrank.com. Coming back, numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Football playoff season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522. 4700 we get tweets from uh this is from uh, dan bells i can't believe you just cashed the over point uh the over a half on will there ever be a pootie tang reference ever again well done dgen southern gent what a tay what a ta what a dry what a wet what do you think about curios to win a set uh, i don't i don't think that he will against uh, medvedev it's always possible with uh, the mercurial nick serio uh, nick curios in that serve but uh, if anybody can uh, solve it, it would be Daniil Medvedev. Not a bet for me either way, by the way. Anyway, there's 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 relatively uh, se- <laughs> there's a lot of pooty tang tweets, so I won't go through all of them. Ed Feng is here, PhD from Stanford, runs the PowerRank.com. Let's talk about the uh, second game on Saturday. The Niners six point dogs now at the Packers. Your numbers project this way narrower than that. Yep. 
but no play. Yeah, so, I mean, but I, no I, play I, for I, you on the Niners, though. Yeah, I mean, I really dug into this this week and trying to poke holes at this Packers team, and and honestly, the best I could come up with was I feel like something's gonna bad's gonna happen because they've had such a great season, and I don't know, I don't I don't make bets on thoughts like that. I mean, um, I think that I mean Aaron Rodgers is great, and he uh, I mean, and and also you know their defense has been really good. And in some sense, really lucky this year. They haven't had their two best players, Zadarius Smith and, and Jair Alexander, for the vast majority of the season. They 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 pick up a guy on waivers and Russell Douglas, the cornerback that has been phenomenal this year. Um, and now Jair Alexander is probably back. Zadarius Smith might be back. Uh, I think that defense is, is is pretty good. They can't stop the run, but on average, my numbers say that doesn't matter. Clearly, it could matter in one game if Debo Samuel's ripping off carries for for 10 yards a clip. But I. I think the markets often give respect to the prohibitive favorite to, to win the Super Bowl. I think the Packers are that team, and I just want to respect that. Um, I mean, I, I could see myself betting Niners if it gets the seven, but I don't think it's going to get there. Yeah, and we have the Jimmy G issues with the injuries. Uh, right. Mentioned. Yep. Yeah, so it's uh, it, that's the it's it's going to be tough. If, if there's no Bosa, if there's no Warner, if Bosa or Warner are limited, Jimmy G being limited, it's just a shame that the, the Niners might not be full strength for this one. Packers like the Titans. This is the brilliant – this is, again, this is the advantage of having the number one seed that cannot be overstated, right? I think people sort of like, oh, yeah, you get the number one seed, you get a bye. But you get a bye. You get to rest. The other team has to play. The other team gets banged up. Um, right. You know, you get two two games as opposed to three, which can't be over. So you get the home games. It's just there's so many things in in a league where attrition, the war of attrition, matters more than anything. It's amazing how both the Packers and the Titans have almost had guys on the shelf the whole time, and now they're returning to the field. Let's go to the let's go to Sunday, differently than the Niners Packers, where you're reticent to make a play. You actually your numbers come out pretty close to what the line is on the Bucks and the Rams, but you can't wait to bet this one. What do you like here? Yeah, I like Tampa Bay. I believe in this team. It, it, it's clearly not as good with Chris Godwin out, the receiver for Tampa Bay, but you're still looking at Tom Brady. You're looking at Mike Evans and, and Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I know they have some injuries, but uh, and that defense is getting relatively healthy. Uh, you know, they had a couple. Uh, they had one of their corners out last week, but I, I think you, in my numbers, we've seen that, de- that past defense kind of rise up as a lot of their secondary has gotten healthy over the last part of the season. If you remember the, a lot of these same guys uh, had one, had a top five pass defense last year. I think that is, that is their potential and they can be pretty good. And then I'm just, you know, before the uh, Arizona Rams game, I, I just said that I didn't believe in, in either of these teams. I thought they were way overrated uh, based on their hot starts. I still feel that way. I probably feel less that way about the Rams, but you know, the Rams kind of moved up in my numbers uh, after that game against Arizona. I'm not sure how warranted that was, given the complete apathy of that Arizona Cardinals team on Monday night. So um, I'm sticking with what I thought before uh, last week. Uh, I like Tampa Bay here. My numbers have it at almost four. So I bet at minus three. I still think there's some two and a half. I guess there are yeah. some two and a halfs out there. Two and a half. Um, it'll pro- I, I might be uh, I might be rebetting that as well. Um, I didn't. I did. I mean, I, I don't see any reason why they should go towards the Rams. Um, the, before we get to the last game, I'm, I haven't asked the, the guy who runs the power rank about his power rankings, which is an oversight on my part. What ended up before the playoffs began, who was your number one power rank team? What were your top five? 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, at the top, we're definitely Buffalo, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Uh, a little bit weird that Green Bay was a little bit lower. Um, but but like I said, uh, you know, I think there's some reasons to to think that they're higher. Um, but, you know, I mean, I you know, Buffalo, Kansas City, I believe that's the AFC championship game right there, which I think we're going to get to. Where'd you have Tennessee, Ed? Where'd you have them? Very low. Near NFL average. You can give me a number. And, and you know, there's 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 multiple <laughs> parts. Yeah. There's multiple parts of, of that calculation. What I thought was most interesting is uh, one of the one of the parts of the calculations I take closing point spreads and I adjust for who you played and that I call those my market rankings. And I think they're actually I know they're very powerful, both in college football and the NFL. They're they're very close to NFL average. Right. I mean, you look at they go in week 18 at Houston. They were a 10, 10 and a half point favorite. The Chargers go into the exact same venue two weeks before and they were 13 and a half point favorite. So just an example of the you know the markets haven't particularly trusted the Tennessee team. They have not. No question about that. Uh, Aaron shots over football outsiders. He, he had Tennessee 20th before the playoffs. 20th. You're, yeah, you're, that, you're close to that. I'm close to that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just being very close to the vest on that. I understand. All right. So last game, uh, then your, your Ed, Ed Fang's proclaimed AFC championship. I think a lot of people feel that way, Ed, uh, the bills at the yeah. chiefs who, I mean, I'm, it, it makes a lot of sense, right? The bills, absolutely destroyed the Patriots in the third game between those two teams, 47 to 17 scoring on a seven consecutive possessions. The only times they didn't were when they just knelt the football. So it's perfection, really the perfect game, if you will, for the bills uh, offensively. And then the chiefs who uh, may not have been as dramatic from the start against Pittsburgh, but scored on six scored touchdowns on six consecutive possessions in their drubbing of the Steelers after spotting the Steelers a defensive touchdown. So the Chiefs are now down to two. We even saw some one-and-a-halves at a point last night on this. So this is drifting towards a pick I don't know that it'll get there, but the Chiefs are not at three anywhere. What do you like here? Are you making a bet? Yeah, so I, I was I – was, uh... I, I like the Bills. Uh, their defense has been great. Josh Allen has had his moments of of awfulness this year, but in general, I I still I'll take my chances with him. And when I saw how that game unfolded against New England, I was like, oh, there's going to be no value in this game. But then the next night, the Chiefs stomped uh, on the the Steelers' defense, which I think you know Steelers' defense is decent. And uh, then I was like, oh, maybe there is value. So this opens at minus two and a half, and my numbers. I mean. Look, I'm, I'm uh, so I have this about 1.7. So basically, these two teams are equal on a neutral field, in my eyes. And I was really hoping to get Bills plus three. That's not what. That's not the way the market's going. Uh, I do believe that is the correct way. I'm I'm a little bit surprised that they're not giving Mahomes and Reed a little bit more credit in this game. Although Mahomes has definitely had his moments this year as well, where he hasn't really been accurate, especially in a clean pocket. So. Um, yeah, we'll see where this goes. I, w- I would like to bet the Bills, but it has to be at three. So would you say, generally speaking, then, if we were to put a whole umbrella on this, that your numbers are lower on the Titans than the market, even though you say that the market has not been kind to the Titans either, but generally speaking, are, are slightly lower, and that the team right. that you might rate higher than the than the conventional wisdom might be the Buccaneers, is that correct? I would think so. I would think the markets, I mean, it's hard to tell with what the markets think about the Bucks, right? Because it, it it swung so hard towards the Eagles last week, which I don't understand, but that's that's what a lot of sharp betters have been on. Yeah. Heading into Sundays. And I don't understand it. But um so let's see what happens with this Tampa Bay Rams spread. 
I mean, I think it should get to three and a half, four. I think I, that's where it belongs. I think, you know, I, right. I, I talked to Chrissy Andrews, and this is just one shop here at the South Point, South Point and Rampart. South Point has a shop in another state, too. But generally speaking, it's not as, you know, doesn't cast as wide a net as the DraftKings of the world or the BetMGMs of the world. But from Chrissy's perspective, you know, what happened with that Philly-Tampa Bay game was because the number was at seven, you saw an unbelievable duel of betting action, right, because it was on a key number. And so his handle, like, just spiraled in a way that it wouldn't have if it were on another number. And so with the Bills and the Chiefs, the thinking was, or maybe with the with the Bucks and the uh, and the Rams, but the thinking with the with the Bucks and the Rams, I think specifically, was that it was going to be a toggle between the three and the two and a half, and it would behave that way back and forth the whole week. This this one, I'm not so sure. Bills and Chiefs, because uh, obviously, yeah, because it's sort of like in that no man's land here between the Pickham and three. So we'll see on that. Uh, Ed, I appreciate it. Good luck with all your bets, man. Great to uh, connect with you. And uh, may, Thank may, you so much. may your child be a super YouTube celebrity because I know he's on his way. Yeah, he's got a video coming out soon, so I'm excited about that. I'll All send right. that your way, Go, Please do. Or link it on the Power Rank, on, on your web, on uh, Twitter, on the Power Rank. Ed Fang, everybody. Thank you, Ed. Ed Fang, who uh, has a PhD from Stanford, and I brought up Pootie Tang. should be ashamed of myself. Coming back, uh, we answer a couple questions that we got on Twitter uh, because there are some interesting betting notes with those. Jeff and I look at teasers this week as well. We'll talk college basketball with three-man weaver Kai McKeon next. Beasts, a numbers A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then... On Championship Weekend, by Championship Weekend, we're referring to the big game weekend here. We'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vcin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. Sixth annual. Can't believe it. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the vcin betting experts before, during, and after the action on vcin.com. Jeff, what are you uh, scheduled to do that weekend here on our big championship weekend? I have absolutely no idea yet. Really? I'm sure you will have a big role in that. Uh, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always want to uh, thank everybody for uh, feeding back on this. I still got to read that one again. Wada te, wada ta, wada dry, wada wet. What do you think about Kyrgios to win a set? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I love that. Uh, this is also from uh, The Better Life. Uh, Tim Lawson says, DraftKings player prop for this week. Derrick Henry plus Joe Mixon to combine for 150-plus rushing yards. Minus 105. Thoughts? Mixon may only need to amount for 45 of these, he says. What do you think about that, Jeff? Game, the same game between the Bengals and the Titans. Mixon plus Henry, 150 rushing yards, minus 105, 150 plus. Doesn't that seem pretty good? Seems great to me. What am I missing here? Seems great to me. This is from Titans Insider. Titans underscore Insider. The, uh, the rushing numbers can be the same, but when 22 lines up in the backfield, it brings eight guys into the box and lets A.J. and Julio run free. I love me some analytics, but sometimes you need to trust what we're watching, and 22 puts fear in that defense. That is well stated. My point as well. This is from, uh, pr- uh, this is from Prof. What is this? Uh, profitable Prop 2. Pardon me. Profitable Prop 2. Dating advice. Find someone that cares and admires you as deeply as Gil does the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Uh, it's also from Titans Insider. He says, love how the Titans were so underrated because of their style of play. Nobody loves that smash mouth football. But in January, these seven on seven football teams can't handle getting gashed on the ground late in games. Always appreciate uh, the comments. 
uh, we get uh, tweets from all kinds of folks. Uh, Ryan Hyatt is a gentleman who is a, he's a radio guy. He's been on the Ron Flatter Racing Pod as well to talk horse racing. Did you know that, Jeff? Ryan Hyatt has been on the RFRP. Uh, but what he does on primetime action every night is he asks us the question of the night, and they're really he he pretty much hits at a hundred percent in terms of you know them being really good questions. I don't know how he does it every night, but there's there's stuff that we've talked about over the years on this show in different forms. Me and Crack get into these kind of conversations more than anything. By the way, the return of Bill Krakenberger tomorrow on the show. Um, so there's a couple that I wanted to bring up because these happened in the last couple days, and I often said, yeah, maybe I should talk about them on the numbers game too. Here's one from Ryan Hyatt. Uh, which sport offers the best in-game value? Which sport's harder to analyze pre-flop and offer most clarity early on in a live event betting scenario? Yes, I used scenario, he said. Uh, Jeff, I'm not, I'll, I'll get your thoughts on this first. Which sport offers the best in-game value to you versus pre-flop? We talked about it during football season as a whole. It's college football. In-game to me is college football. Yeah. Especially, especially bowl season, right? Bowl season specifically. Bowl season specifically because, well, let's just say college football in general. College football in general because the nature of blowouts in college football, like it, the game reveals itself quicker than a pro football game does in terms of it revealing itself to be reliable for the rest of the afternoon kind of thing. Um, and I think that's more so than college basketball, which obviously has spurts back and forth, and more so, obviously, than the NBA, the most spurty of all games. But college football, to me, reveals itself the quickest, and specifically bowl season when we have all that that amateur psychology thing happening where everyone's like, well, this team's motivated, this team's settling for a bowl game, so they're not going to be motivated. This team doesn't have their coaches. This team has opt-outs. That's the that of anything on the sports betting calendar, to me, college football for in-game betting. Is there another sport with in-game betting that you love? If we had Wishnev here, by the way, he would say before halftimes of college basketball games. That's good. If you time it right with first halves on college basketball, that's also good, Uh, especially if you get like a foul fest and the total hasn't adjusted where you're going to get – Todd has mentioned this in the past – where you're going to get like seven, eight minutes of both teams in a bonus, especially if you're watching the game and know the refs have a very tight whistle – I actually prefer going to first half total as opposed to a full game because just in case if the refs decide to swallow the whistle in the second half, you don't have to deal with it. But that works for the full game, too. If in the second half it's apparent five minutes in, oh, Gonzaga has 16 fouls and and San Francisco has 16 fouls in the first four minutes, we're going to get a long time of free throw shooting. Yeah, And obviously that helps the total going over. Do you ever do in-game first halves in the NFL or in, or in college football? Rare. I mean, there'll be some times where I'll hop in on college football first halves. NFL now, it just generally, it, 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 even though the NFL in game is better than pre flop, it's still harder than other sports. I, I would agree with that. It, but it, I guess anything that involves a shorter runway, right, where there's going to be fewer possessions for you to have to handicap, that sort of, you know, those are better in game opportunities, generally speaking. If you see an injury, obviously with your eyes, the algorithm hasn't accounted for. If you see something in the game, that's those are the in game things. But in terms of just sports, college football for in game, generally speaking, and then pre flop, if we were doing this five years ago, I would have said baseball. But baseball has changed the way that pitchers, uh, starting pitchers, come out sooner by far now in games. Managers have a quicker hook. In baseball, some teams don't even have a starter. They have an opener, for goodness sake. So it's not baseball anymore. 
A sport like tennis, to me, is still the best pre-flop sport that there is out there. Again, one person versus one person in singles matches, that much more easily quantifiable, and it should make intuitive sense what I said to Ed Fang earlier, which is baseball team sport disguises as an individual sport. That, too, uh, I would say... It used to be very pre-floppy because you knew that pitcher was going to stay in for a long time. But now, now, and then the theory would be, oh, well, then do you do five innings? Uh, yeah, you know what? It hasn't been. That transition, while that sounds intuitively that it would make sense, not quite the same for me anyway, results-wise, going from the full game back in the day to five innings these days. But that's a great question. And then the other, the other one that he had in here, um, which I think was a great one and is very timely, which is for in-game betters, and these are just the last couple nights from Ryan Hyde, for in-game betters, what's the best way to watch a game to get the best number given the delays in transmission from different networks and some online services? Who sees, in quotes, who sees it first? This is an outstanding question. I don't know if you've noticed this at all, Jeff, but we used to always say about in-game betting, listen, and Crack and I have said this a lot, just wait for the commercial breaks, Right. Don't even try to think that you're going to be ahead unless you got some tricked out system at your place, right? What they have, what the books have is better and earlier than what you have. When they first started with the Midas algorithm over at the M for Canner Gaming back in the day, it was clear that they were already in those days, and we're talking like 2010-ish, that they were already ahead of what we were watching, right? And so that was the that was the first indication, oh, is this how it's going to be? And some would say even more nefarious than I'm making it out to be right now. So read between the lines on that. But what has happened here is that that advice remains the same. You should always just wait for a commercial. It's only on the stoppage of play where you are going to be on an even playing field, on an even level playing field. But have you noticed this, Jeff, where you're in the last, I don't know, maybe during this football season, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember when the first time I started noticing this, that it's getting worse and worse generally? Well, it depends on what city you're in. In Vegas, this year has been disastrous, disastrous. for the networks. Disastrous. Disastrous. Because where you can tell based off of what people from the stadium to people that are elsewhere watching the game. So let's take week 18, for example, okay? My dad, who is 2,500 miles from here, I live about eight miles from Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> yes. He is texting me about eight seconds before I even have a snap. Yeah. And I have noticed this with the with, with Fox, CBS, and NBC here in Vegas. And you're watching on standard cable television. Regular yeah. yes. Not on not on the stream, regular yeah. regular cable. It has been really bad. Really bad. Really the, bad. I'm glad you brought that up. You know the, the Cowboys fake punt. I was already like, I was going, oh, McCarthy, how could you be punting here, blah, blah, blah. And my buddies are texting me and injured. They're like, oh, my God, meaning they knew that the, the fake was already happening well before I did. And you also said a word there that I want to bring up, right? We were just watching that on standard cable, but you said the word stream. Now imagine, right, ESPN plus Australian Open, to use the current example, it's not over after midnight here. It's not even on regular cable. You have to go to a streaming service like ESPN+. Plus. Now you're even way further behind with streaming services. Like, you've got no chance. No, you, you don't. And, then, well, one thing, especially with the let, – let's take Thursday Night Football, for example, where they, it was Fox and NFL Network. My NFL Network feed was five seconds ahead of my Fox feed. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing for, for the biggest betters – because we all know people who do this – we all know people, there are some people who swear by going to stadiums or arenas 
being on, on the on the at the action itself. And that was always their gig to get ahead of sports books for the next event in that sporting event. Well, guess what? Now these books have all the deals with the leagues and those opportunities are diminishing, right? Those opportunities are fewer and farther between than they used to be because those feeds, I mean, they, they are getting it way quicker than they used to. So the standard advice of wait for the commercial breaks has never been more true than it is right now. Thanks to Ryan Hyatt for both of those questions. Uh, We'll come back. College basketball with Kai McKeon from Three Man Weave. Get his thoughts and his picks next. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game, as always, proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Don't forget, uh, BetMGM welcoming you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Plus, you'll earn M Life rewards that can be redeemed for rooms and dining at any MGM resort. BetMGM, proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We get tweets at meeting the book. This is from uh, Thomas R. I was up watching Anisimova. Quick work of Benchich. Kudos. Uh, he said, kudos to me. Don't, don't say kudos to me. Kudos to Dan Weston, who went 3-0 and on the tennis picks yesterday. Uh, Nisimova at plus 145. Kikmanovic at plus 190. Also hit the Greek spore plus the games. Uh, he was on fire yesterday. We'll have Dano back tomorrow, too. Dan Weston returns tomorrow to talk tennis with us. Pamela Maldonado will talk tennis with us in hour number two. Kiss the degenerate. Gil, what a uh, treat to have the legendary Ed Fang on, but couldn't help uh, here in my head. Oh, hell no. Did he he just say the Titans were overrated? This is the Tennessee Titans show, bro. Uh, But you were gracious as usual, Gil. I love Ed. Ed's my guy. Uh, Joe, it's a 1920-second delay on ESPN Plus compared uh, to the book he's using in-game. Drives me nuts, he said. And Logic 3227, he says, I just had a uh, convo about this with Todd, talking about our in-game discussion and the, the delay. 
He says in college, he says college football absolutely in game is the best. My theory why is this: what you see in the first quarter or first half is likely to continue the rest of the game, because either the coach doesn't know what adjustments to make or doesn't have the players capable of making the proper adjustments. That's what I mean when I say. That's the sport that reveals itself the quickest. It reveals itself the quickest and is the most likely to follow suit the rest of the afternoon or evening. Let's talk some college basketball. From the three-man weave crew, it's Kai McKeon. You can follow all of them, all of them, Kai, Jim, and Matt. Matt, who wanted to break away at one point, but he got humbled, and he's back with him. Uh, 3MW underscore CBB. How you doing, Kai? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's your season going? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's been a weird year. To say the least, but uh, hanging in there, it's always a puzzle. It seems like every single night capping these cards. Yeah, let me let me sort of ask you some some wider questions before we get to your picks. One, yeah. we had a, a spate of upsets in college basketball here in recent times, and Gonzaga has returned to being the number one team in the country. That accurate to you? Do you believe they are are for sure the number one team in the country? They'd be number one for me. I think there's arguments on resume. You could probably say Auburn is the number one team in the country right now. They're right up there for me as well. But yeah, Gonzaga, watching them play, uh, I mean, certain teams they've beaten. And of course, the players in their team, Chet Holmgren, for instance, Drew Temme, National Player of the Year in my eyes. Um, They're just an incredible team. Number one makes total sense for them. You just brought up another team, though, that I was going to ask you about, which is Auburn highest ranking for the Tigers in forever at number two, you think they're legit. Like that's a team come tournament time that you might have a better two on. Yeah. They have all the pieces. They have high end NBA talent with Jabari Smith. They have a great coach in my opinion, in Bruce Pearl, and you have depth at every single position and their guards this year. are Awesome too. Unexpectedly Wendell green came over from Eastern Kentucky. Uh, even the coaching staff is shocked how well he's done for them. They're, they're the real deal. Total package. Um, I, I think they're a great bet to make the final four. You brought up you brought up Bruce Pearl. So I probably asked you this in some form or another, but I think it's worth asking college football, uh, college basketball because college basketball, we always romanticize the coaches. And so I'm just curious the way that you handicap basketball. Bruce Pearl, who had some years at Tennessee that were really good, now at Auburn had experiencing success, had some things happen off the court as well that weren't so fun. But how when you have a pick, let's just say you know your numbers point you in a certain direction. Do you ever take yourself off a game if your numbers say something, but the coaching mismatch is sort of counter to that? And you're like, yeah, my numbers might say this, but. Yeah, it's definitely a factor. Uh, it's not a huge one, right? I let the numbers try to dictate what, I, what I'm normally on. But certainly when you get a coaching mismatch, um, like so Stark, for instance, in Virginia and Pitt tonight, um, I, I do tend to lean towards the better coach. It's so important in college basketball. What about Arizona? Did you see this coming from them? Uh, not to this extent. They certainly have the pieces to do it in the preseason. And we were big on Tommy Lloyd coming into that job. Oh, he spent were. 20. Hmm. Yeah. He spent 20 years at Gonzaga. He, he was well known for their international recruiting. He got all those guys to come to Gonzaga, you know, Rui Hachimura, um, going all the way back to, uh, I forgot his name played for the Lakers for a little bit. Turioff. Um, he's responsible for all those international guys at Gonzaga, uh, so we thought he'd have some pretty good success at Arizona, maybe not top five good. Um, but yeah, he's certainly been impressive. Um, Arizona, another team right there near the top of the country for me. Yeah. I was going to say, if you had called it top five, good, that was pretty impressive. No, so last, not that good. Yeah. Last <laughs> night, Kansas, uh, scare, they have yeah. a scare against Oklahoma Duke more than scared. Uh, they were down as many as nine, 
late in their game. By the way, I saw the nine, and I immediately thought to myself, I'm like, I should probably in-game Duke here. And I'm so glad that I forgot that thought in an instant uh, as well and never got around to doing it. Duke predictably comes back, forces overtime, and lose in overtime by a point. Really a very poor last possession, last sequence, actually kind of lame play on defense where they got charged. was sort of like a an unnecessary blocking foul, I thought, and then mm-hmm. uh, couldn't convert ball sort of. They really had a bad shot to try to win it at the end, and Florida State beats them 79-78. Uh, where do you land on Duke then in, in sort of the hierarchy of basketball teams right now? I still think they're you know, top 10, top 5 good. Um, I don't understand how they lost that game to Florida State. I don't know how, how they lost the game prior to that either. Um, how they might not win the ACC again under Coach K, which would make like <laughs> 13 straight years in the regular season, something like that, something crazy. Um, Do you agree yeah, with me how- that that was like a horrible sequence at the end? Like I, I just yeah. watched that. I'm like, that was that's how that game's going to end. Like with that whole, yeah. I was like, don't don't force the contact on defense because that's a coin flip, right? They're going to call it half the time as a block, and then the last possession, it was like, oh, that's the shot you wanted. Like you couldn't come up with something better there. It's brutal, and and you want to your knee jerk reaction is to blame Coach K. Maybe he's senile. Maybe it, you know it's just time to go. Um, yeah, but the first eight minutes in the second half, they they didn't score. What well, they scored three points. It was just a terrible effort by them. Um, ACC in general is just super down this year. It, yeah. It's it's disappointing. The greatest conference there ever was. I'll go to my grave <laughs> in a different time though. Yeah, it's not your mom or dad's ACC. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then as far as today, you have a, uh, a three pack of picks. What do you got for us? Yeah. Well, I mentioned Virginia and Pitt. Um, I mean, Tony Bennett versus Jeff Capel is uh, just a complete mismatch. I Bennett owns them throughout their career. I don't think Capel's ever beaten them now. Certainly Pitt and Virginia haven't been equal this year. Both teams kind of down. Uh, they played before game one, a little bit fluky. Virginia was up by as much as 10 points, ended up winning by one. They're just four for 21 from deep. I think they have the defense to stop John Hughley, Pittsburgh's big guy. That's who they play through. Um, the matchup for me is Virginia. The coaching angle is Virginia. So minus three and a half. I like them tonight. I am uh, searching for the rotation. 719, everybody. 719 on Virginia. Uh, laying three and a half on the road at Pitt. Number two. Uh, I'm going with Ryder in a, in a Metro Atlantic game, a Mac game here. Uh, crazy league in general, just to start off with seems like every single team beats the other at least once always split series and anecdotally, uh, teams that went on the road, uh, the, the other team, the loser returns the favor in the next game we've, we've seen in the past Ryder should have won the first game at home. They led by, uh, eight points though, under six minutes to play. They lost in overtime and they need this win at one and four. So I like the value here plus five and a half, uh, against Quinny Piak, a team that's fine, but not. Uh, a whole lot better than Ryder. Ryder at Quinnipiac, 697 in your rotation numbers for Ryder catching the five and a half. And number three, sir. We're going to the rack, uh, a.k.a. Jersey Mike's Arena, which I will not refer to it as. Uh, <laughs> Rutgers, uh, yeah, Rutgers has been awesome this year at home. They they always are, um, especially lately. I think they've covered four of the last five at home in convincing fashion, beat Michigan and Purdue outright at home. Iowa, Certainly good offensively. They're top three in the country per Ken Palm on offense, but less intimidating on the road. Their effort against Minnesota, very shorthanded Minnesota last game, uh, was telling. They probably shouldn't have covered that game. They got away late. A little end game for Iowa backers there. But I like Rutgers here, plus three and a half. Could win this game outright. 
got me hungry too with the uh, Jersey Mike's reference there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rutgers three point was he saying three and a half? We're seeing even now three and, three and, and a half, half point dogs. Yep. Yeah, no money line bet here. No sprinkle on the money line. Just taking the points here. I'd probably just take the points, but like I said, they're they're two and zero as uh, uh, home underdogs this year, uh, straight up. All right, plus three and a half for the Scarlet Knights yeah. hosting Iowa. Seven twelve. That one in the rotation. Those were a little easier to find than some other nights where we had yeah. uh, right now a million games. <laughs> Thank you, Kai. Appreciate it as always, man. Yes, sir. Gil. Thanks for having me. Kai McKeon, everybody, part of the three-man weave crew. They have their personal Twitters, but I think the best way to uh, catch all their picks, at 3MW underscore CBB. Jason Weingarten is standing by from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. We'll talk all things uh, betting with him, including he's got some long-shot golf picks this week as well. believe that's the case. Michael Lombardi, Pamela Maldonado on tennis. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. BetMG. 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 At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.